Here at Beyond, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded today, the Wadjar people of the Noongar Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hey, it's Donna Marie. How are you? I do hope your mind, heart, body, spirit are doing okay. And if it's not, if they are not, I do hope that you are finding a way through and that you are not abandoning yourself. Excuse me, my chair's squeaking. It's not me farting. My chair's squeaking. Yeah, and I do hope you're finding a way through with not abandoning yourself and allowing your light, your vibration, your frequency, your spirit to hold you and feel into your pain and carry you through to the next breath. So it wouldn't be right if I didn't start off by saying thank you for the messages, texts, the phone calls that keep coming through about my my beautiful, our beautiful Bobby. And I'm only just starting to get back to a lot of people now because it's been really hard to kind of talk about it with the layers the way he passed over versus the loss of him, even though intuitively there was an unconscious sense that it was going to happen. It was so dramatic, the passing. I think I talked about that in my previous podcast. I tried to be as discreet as possible. I can't thank you enough. I really felt felt the love. And last week's podcast was the most listened to ever. I think we're about 50 episodes in. I can't thank you enough. I was terrified to make this podcast and not because I'm afraid of speaking. Those that follow me on Instagram know that I love to talk. It was more about not knowing how to to go about this. And so what I know now is not to be afraid of teaching, uh, sorry, learning and being taught. And I had a hard time with that when I was a kid. I had a teacher once say to me that I remain on cloud nine. And you know what? He was right. But he said it in a very condescending way back in the day. I used to kind of tune out and look out the window because he was horrendous to be around. He was an old army teacher, not a very nice man. He used to scream down the high school and terrify everybody. That was his way of teaching. So, of course, I tuned out when I could talk to dead people instead of alive people. I just want to really, really thank you for the support. And I want to just give you a few little things that have helped me with getting through this. And, you know, there's a saying that I, I enjoy and it's your head is not your friend. Your thoughts are not your friend. I prefer to say your head is not your friend. So when we grieve, we have, you know, our first layer of grief is trying to figure out why and how and what could I have done. And I think that's a common thread that happens in life in general. But I think when we are so, when we are, we are feeling broken, we are trying to find a way through of not feeling broken. So our heads are trying to, you know, figure it all out and there's actually unfortunately nothing to figure out except feeling it and the way we feel it is the way to figure it out and to move through it which isn't always fun I know there used to be a time that I used to be quite terrified of my feelings and now I just I I I don't say I orgasm about feeling but I certainly I'm not afraid of my feelings anymore because I'm very aware that my thoughts are trying to control my feelings and that's what's blocking me because my thoughts will make up a story about why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling or it will give me despair instead of just feeling what's meant to be felt in the moment. So if I kick my toe, I'm going to go, fuck, that hurt. 
end of story, right? And try and console myself in the hurting of the physical. But when it comes to the emotional feelings, it's like the the head goes into all this other stuff. And a lot of it's trauma that we have from previous experiences that, that get triggered when we've hit that toe, so to speak, that emotional toe. And so therefore it spirals us out of control and it takes us into an ugly place. And sometimes we, we need to sit in that ugly place and then learn to go. Then we learn that, we, oh, you know, this is not about this current experience, it's about a previous experience. I hope, I hope I'm not talking too fast here but I think for me that's what's helped me with this grief a lot is that my trauma that can come up in the grief and what voice is speaking to me around the grief you know and the trauma voice will say certain things that aren't true or whatever and it's like just nurturing that voice my inner child will come up and that's been really really helpful to me and also I've had someone in my corner to constantly talk to I employed a spiritual coach about I think six seven months ago I've just been constantly voicemailing her, my staff, and she's been holding space for me. Plus, I've got a lot of you guys around me rallying me and moving my body, falling down when I need to fall down, get up when I need to get up. So I think recognising what voice is speaking and doing what it takes to work through my grief and working through just means to just feel it. And sometimes it's really fucking ugly. It's it's not pretty because it's like the first few days of the, not even days, like we're still in this stuff, you know. I haven't gone, hey, I'm fine now. I'm okay for the moment. But it can hit me at any time, you know. And I remember the night that Bobby passed away and I didn't want to go to bed because I knew that I would wake up in the morning and my head, the first thing in my head would do would be Bobby's gone. And that shock, it's like an electric shock happening. You know, it's, it's that, that shock feeling that your body's processing. And my body's kind of fallen apart recently with feeling fluey and feeling worn down and just, yeah, it's just gone, oh, God, this is ugly. I need a break. So I've had to kind of just, you know, chill out for a bit. And, you know, knowing that I have other responsibilities like my daughter Hope, my field baby Hope, and my two cats and just, you know, watching their hearts, holding their hearts in my, in my heart and hands and, and, you know, walking hope every day and, and taking her through. And it's been, you know, it's been so good walking hope because I stopped walking her a while ago because I had three concussions from walking her, but I found a way to walk her without getting a concussion. So it's, it's the most joyful experience walking her. I've always enjoyed that. So, yeah, I just I just think everyone's got their own way of it. I think there's no right or wrong way, and I think I don't feel like there's a person that does it greater. They're all lesser than with grief. I mean, what the fuck is that? It's like... um. You know, and if you have someone grieving and you want to be support them, I, I would I've talked about this before. Just just give them your ears and your heart. You don't have to go into their space. You don't have to go to into their space to, to, to show empathy. You can just hold space and listen. And you might want to buy them some flowers, you might want to buy some chocolate, you might want to buy them a teddy, whatever they like. You can tune into your intuition and ask them. You know, you don't have to buy them anything. You just make a call, send them a text. I love you, I'm holding space. I love you. I'm here for you. That is everything. All the all these messages that I get and everything on Instagram and Facebook is everything to us. Trust me, it is everything to us. It is everything to us. I promise you. That's an energy of love being sent out, and we have received that energy. And I can't thank you guys enough. Getting emotional now. Bobby has landed and he has been talking heaps to us. We also have received his ashes and that was always going to be a tricky day and I received his ashes yesterday. We have this thing like we rescue, I don't know what everyone knows, this, we, we can't have children so we rescue animals and then we keep kind of bringing in new animals and I, well, I'm just taking some time this time around before we get another dog in. But we, I've got 
those that know DJ, my cat that passed away that I had for like nearly 18 years, and Samantha, they are besties. They've, we've got their ashes and teddy bears and they've got bandanas on and the engravings. It's just stunning because I'm a big teddy bear girl. And we were trying to decide what to do with Bobby and we thought we, we took the teddy bear out and the teddy bear isn't huge. It's kind of just, you know, 30 centimetres, whatever, and we've got him in a teddy bear with a Bobby bandana. And I received the teddy bear and I cried. <laughs> I'm trying to cry. Well, I am crying. And then he's like out of his body going, Mom, I'm here. <laughs> but my human still feels sad. My inner child still feels sad. The mother in me still feels sad. And that is okay. That is okay. That is an important p- part of, of, of letting go. Not letting go. Letting go of the pain, I suppose. I'm still human. I'm still human right? Human. <laughs> uh, it's like when I was talking about last week on the podcast about when he was leaving his body and I'm in the other room trying to get help on the phone from other people, other family members, and he's out of his body going, mommy, I'm here. And I'm like yearning and crying like a mother going, no, Bobby, no. You know, like the mother in me was just like, no, it's like almost telling him, get back in your body. Not that I said that, but yeah, that's what I wanted. It's like I wanted to fix this and I couldn't fix it. And I wanted his passing to be a lot more smoother. Like I am the person that helps people cross over all the time. And it's always beautiful and smooth and ah, this wasn't, and it was never going to be, but he just wanted to make it home for us to, to pass away in, in our home. And that is amazing. You know, but we were just a little bit shocked about it and we reacted accordingly to that. But for those that are, you know, losing someone, have lost someone, please know that they jump out of their body earlier so they don't suffer as much as what we think they do. So Bobby has come through and talked about an ongoing health issue that he had that has made us kind of feel a little bit better. He's like, mummy, nothing you guys could have done, which we kind of knew, but it's nice to hear that from him. He's talked about Mikey having an upset tummy recently, which I didn't know about. He's fine, but he's, you know, told me those things. And when I, when I read for people that have lost loved ones, I, they always, this is one thing I feel really blessed about my abilities. They always give me stuff that you guys have been doing to say that they're around. And that fucking, as a human being, because I'm a human being and a psychic, there's two separate things. I'm not one or the other, right? So it just still freaks me out in a beautiful, beautiful, positive way when they tell me stuff that you guys have been doing to say that they're around. Because one of the most common questions I'll get is like, are they around me? And it's not enough for me to say, yeah, they are. I need evidence. And so when they can provide that evidence, they will give me evidence. And I love it. I fucking love it. It's the best ever. So he's just in another town now, Italy or wherever he is, and I'm learning the language. Well, when I say I'm learning the language, I know the language. And we, I, I'm fortunate enough to know the language. And you guys are just learning the, 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 that are new to, new to spirit language. are learning the language. And as you grieve, you learn the language even more and more and more and more and more, right? So the, the veil gets lifted and clearer. The fog clears for you to be able to tune in more and hear it and feel it and see it, but they're always there. And it's a very, very, very natural way of talking. It's not like this big movie thing. You know how we see on the movies the dead people going, woo, I'm a dead person. It's very, very subtle. It's almost like third dimensional hearing seeing feeling speaking and they do also bring through a smell sometimes. And when you get the smell, there's no denying the smell. So I'm just letting my 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 channeling th- flow through tonight, saying thank you. Bobby is fine, and we still go. Our human still goes. What the fuck? And we, you know, when we're driving in and coming home, we're going. Bobby's going to come out now. Like when I took Hope out for a walk today, I'm like, oh, Bobby's just waiting at home because we couldn't walk him because his front legs weren't great. He was born with like pigeon like out ballerina out feet, so I think that's why there was a lot of pressure that went on in his back legs as well. And you know, our human's still processing. 
but we're getting there wherever there is <laughs> i love you guys so so much i'm going to keep this short tonight and solo's been here with this this chat tonight hopes in the bedroom we had a really big 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 walk today and <laughs> she's just had dinner she's passed out in the bedroom hi Obi. and i love you guys so much please follow on instagram or facebook if you love this podcast give it a like share it let me know what you think if you want a reading i have 20 minute phone readings now i have 45 minute zoom readings i have just a quickie quick questions i have mentoring coaching for you if you want me in your voicemails every day I have a lot, I have a lot, <laughs> whatever that is. I'm available to help you intuitively, spiritually, energetically move through on this crazy fucking planet, but beautiful at the same time. I love you and we'll talk soon. Bye.